0: Hi, it's another Saturday ready for Sip Happens. My name is Donna Ritchie and welcome to another episode of Sip Happens on TalkJive.org. So this week my guests are Ellie Bozinski from Republic. We ask her to stop in on Wednesdays by, um, on her way to all of her other jobs uh, to give us a little professional insight on, on what Thomas and I have chosen and Thomas Ware III. Hey guys.
1: What's up?
0: How's it going? all right so today today i brought in some tequila right? perfect timing cinco de mayo is coming up
2: yes and couldn't be a
0: better time
1: i'm excited
0: can't wait okay so i have three varietals and i'm gonna let ellie because we consider her our in-house expert here <laughs> to kind of give us a good insight on the three that i brought today perfect so uh i
2: actually made a little uh cocktail for you guys to try first Um, I saw you brought, you had some cointreau with you, and I thought I'd make you guys a little bit of the original margarita. Mm -hmm. So, uh, to be specific, the original margarita is made with, you know, silver or blanco tequila, cointreau, and lime juice. Yes.
1: So, So silver or. uh, You're talking about white, just straight up clear? Yeah, the
2: clear stuff, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's what. um, Actually, the story behind it is. uh, a woman, she was kind of a, a socialite named Margarita Sames. Uh, she just threw together some of her favorite, favorite uh, ingredients and came up with the margarita, named mm. after her, back in 1948 in Mexico. So that's kind of where, you know, the uh, the margarita originated. Mm. So just to be a little bit more specific, it was made with Cointreau, which is an, an orange-flavored liqueur, uh, triple sec, and it just. You can add it to a ton of different types of cocktails to just kind of elevate it and give it a little bit more dimension. Uh, So that's, you know, a part of the ingredient. It's um, one part Cointreau, one part lime juice, and then two parts of
0: a Blanco tequila. Huh. So, okay. So we have this debate at our house, too, and with friends. Margarita mix versus fresh lime juice and stuff what's your take ellie
2: my take i mean in my opinion everything's better with lime juice although lime juice isn't always the easiest to access you know so i mean i did cheat a little bit used a margarita mix in in this cocktail instead of freshly squeezed lime juice just because didn't have it you know neither of us had yeah. it had it on us or anything so um in general in my opinion it's always better freshly squeezed lime juice but if you are you know going to mix margaritas for the next 7 days Margarita mix is just so easy, you yeah. know. And they have some really, really good authentic margarita mixes right now. Yeah. The one in this cocktail. It with specifically. a big
0: group for a party. Oh yeah, for me, in a if party. You, if we're doing a lot of people, margarita margarita mix to me is the way to go.
2: Oh yeah, most definitely. It's just yeah, the convenience factor is there. So.
0: But at home, I'm making Scott make it fresh.
2: Exactly, or you know, I'm in like a in a cocktail bar.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, chances are they're using you know in a high end cocktail bar. I'd say they're most likely using lime juice.
1: No. When they do like um, a flavored margarita, mm-hmm. like a strawberry, like a frozen strawberry margarita, how does that change the, the recipe?
2: Um, I guess chances are, if you're going to change the recipe, I would just throw whatever you want in there, like the, sh- you know, strawberry. They do have strawberry margarita mixes or, you know, yeah. other margarita mixes that have different flavors. So that's an easy way to just swap it out. But if you're adding, you know, some strawberry puree or something a little bit more um, authentic, I would say just add it, try it. And if you think it needs more of something, that's, you know, what you would, what you would, your opinion to give. So if you think it needs another ounce of tequila, throw another ounce of tequila in there, you know?
0: I'm with it. We go by the one-to-one ratio all the time anyway. So if I add more strawberry in there, I'm going to add a little bit more lime juice, a Mm -hmm. little bit more. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to make all my parts equal in that.
2: Exactly. So, yeah. Hmm. Cointreau and the lime juice are both one ounce each and then two ounces of tequila
0: is the original recipe.
1: Hmm.
0: And there's all kinds of, like, margaritas out there. Oh, yeah. Like, flavored.
1: Yeah. There's a a lot. Like, I looked at a drink list somewhere we were eating one day and I was like, I don't even know what half of this crap is. Yeah. But uh, it's pretty cool. I guess, I mean, people just kind of throw stuff together. And um, like you said, the way that the original margarita came about was just kind of knowing knowing what uh, what flavors you like and putting them together and seeing if it works. And
0: Right. So everybody it loved it. I remember, like, I've heard this story, too. Everybody loved it at the party, so it just kind of spread. like. Oh, yeah. They asked her, like, what was in it. Yeah. And... The margarita was born. The margarita was born. And that born is like, you know, that's like the most ordered drink. Like, it's the most popular
2: cocktail. I would say, yeah. And it's one the of the world. most, I would say, like, worldwide, it's one of the most well-known. Yeah. For sure. Everyone knows what a margarita is.
1: Oh, yeah. It's
0: always my go-to, too. hmm If I'm not sure when I'm at a place, <laughs> I'm like, just give me a margarita. Yeah. Can't <laughs> the mess that up. Looks can't mess that up. A uh, shady. Right. <laughs> just make me a margarita. Surely you can't mess up a margarita. Exactly. Surely.
2: (laughs) Perfect. So that was kind of what we had first. So in that was the Cointreau, Orange liqueur, Triple Sec. Um, I, um, you know, we brought in some Jose Cuervo. So um, just the, you know, Blanco Jose Cuervo was in there. And then... um, like I said, the, it was a zing zing margarita mix. But, you know, if you got the if you got the authentic lime juice, just yeah. go, go with that instead. Definitely. I would definitely recommend definitely. it.
0: And, you know, Jose is a good um, base. You know, everybody knows Jose. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been around a long time, one of um, the original tequilas. But I brought in today two more of one of my favorites. So Jose is pretty good. And if you aren't familiar with tequila... Um, you know pay attention to our social media pages on Tuesdays and Thursdays we always have um, like tequila Tuesdays um, where we'll kind of focus a little bit on tequilas and the history and what they are but there is a difference um, in your tequilas. so when people come in so we have um, three different kinds of tequilas right and what they're based on do you want to share a little bit about that Ellie yeah
2: so um, there's three main kinds of tequila are the Blanco, which is the, you know, purest form of tequila not aged at all in anything. So that's just going to be like straight up, they make it and then they bottle it. Um, so that's the Blanco. That's the clear stuff, the stuff that, you know, it doesn't have any color to it. Next is the Reposado. So the Reposado, um, has to be aged, um, for at least two months in, uh, oak barrels. Uh, two months to a year so if it's aged in between any of that time it's considered a reposado it does get a little bit of color to it so um, if you look at those bottles sitting right there they do have um, that one is a little bit more yellow or golden in color
1: yeah it's a it's it's a kind of a stair step of how dark they are exactly
2: yeah and then following that is going to be the um, Añejo so Añejo is aged from one to three years in oak uh, and so that one is just going to be a little bit more flavorful. Um, most likely it's going to get smoother the the more or the longer it's aged. So it's just going to maybe go down a little bit easier if it's aged longer. And then actually there's a fourth extra Añejo tequila as well. And that's just if it's aged more than three years. It's yeah. an extra
0: Añejo. Hmm.
1: Which
0: means extra dollar signs. <laughs> yes,
1: that is what that means. Now, um, what makes tequila... Tequila. I mean, is it right. is it just the fact that it's made with the agave nectar?
2: So tequila, first of all, can only be produced in Mexico, yeah. and then even more specific, mm-hmm. in only five regions of Mexico, oh. tequila can be made. Um, in addition, it also um, has to be made from the agave plant. So it, like, all those plants are you know har- harvested in Mexico. They um, cut off the leaves. They only use like the core of that plant to make the to make tequila. So it has to be made with that agave plant, and it has to be made in Mexico.
1: Now, I know some, um, some Hispanic people, uh, actually Aztecs, you know, that, that are Aztec dancers, and they're really involved in the, in the Mexican culture and all that kind of stuff. And um, they would use agave nectar in, like, in their tea or their coffee yeah. or whatever, and it just kind of looked like honey. And I remember they gave us some. That was the only time I'd ever, like, the the first time I really kind of understood that that was something different or whatever.
0: It's got a sweet taste to it. It does, yeah. yeah.
2: It's added to a lot of it's a, it's kind of like a liqueur where it's almost I mean it's not like a liqueur in a lot of senses but in the sense that you just add it to a cocktail to kind of give it more dimension enhance it a little it bit. It reminds me mm-hmm. of
1: a, of honey. Yeah, yeah, it's like honey. Definitely
2: the consistency. I
0: use it as a sugar replacement actually. Right.
1: So you make Kool Aid with it.
0: Agave. <laughs> yeah. I sugar. Like I sugar a lot huh. of things with agave. Awesome, yeah. That's creating. interesting. A little more natural right right, hmm. so right processed
1: sugar. all right so i'm ready to Process try sugar. one of these uh what's this first one that-
2: so the el Jimador is the i brought uh was brought by donna and it uh is the reposado so the el Jimador reposado donna brought for us today and it uh it's so you know aged only uh, I believe this one in particular was aged for two months. Yeah. The El Reposada was aged for two months, which is the minimum in American oak. So, um, you know, just aged in, in oak barrels. Just a little bit to give it a little bit more of a flavor.
1: And that's the the oak barrel is what gives it its flavor. I mean, it's it's color, right?
2: Right. The The oak, yeah, the oak is what discolors it a little bit. Makes it not as, as clear. Okay. It smells so sweet. Mm-hmm. Like it really smells good.
1: Yeah, that's really smooth.
2: Yeah, like so like I said, it, it the more may. it's aged, the more it's going to be um, the smoother it's going to be. Definitely, it kind of takes hmm. out a lot of that bite to it. A lot of people describe it as it's hiding behind the oak, which doesn't really sound hmm. like a good thing. But I mean, in my opinion, I'm more of a reposado drinker than a than a blanco blanco drinker.
1: Hmm. And so that's. That's gonna affect the price, huh? How yes. how long it's been. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. So like the more it's aged, definitely the higher the price, um, and also obviously the brand and it, that matters too. So a reposado can really be not super expensive if it was only aged for two months, versus if, it, if it, oh my gosh, if it was aged for you know a year almost, then it's yeah. gonna be a little bit higher price point as well.
0: So. A lot of times when people come in and they ask about tequilas they're not really familiar, usually my first question is, what are you going to do with it? (laughs) Um, Because honestly, if they're going to mix it, then I'm like, just go with a Blanco or a Silver. You'll be fine. Um, If some people are going to mix it and some people are going to drink it, then I'm like, then go Mm -hmm. on to a Reposado like this. Exactly. Um, Because you can do either. The price point is good. Right. So, yeah, this the Reposado,
2: I would say I like a Reposado and a margarita with lime juice. Mm-hmm. Um, It just adds a little bit more dimension. It's not that original margarita, but it is a little bit smoother and just, you know, my preference, I would say.
0: Hmm. Yeah. A little bit spicier.
2: Yes. So that was the Reposado. Next, we have the uh, Tequila Herradura and Yeho. So that one is the um, – it was aged for – uh, a little over two years. Twenty
1: five months is what it says. Twenty five
2: months. Yep. Ooh. So that's two years and one month uh, aged in a uh, in American white oak as well.
1: Now that's an interesting bottle. Oh yeah. It almost looks like an old school perfume bottle or something because mm-hmm. it's um it's kind of square. Right. But I mean, uh, tapered edges. Uh-huh. Like kind of how it's, how it's wider on top than it is on bottom.
2: Right. Yeah. It is cool. And with the horseshoe on the front as well, that kind of adds a a unique touch to it as
0: well. The cool thing about tequilas, a lot of these, it's families that have, you know, had the companies, that have started the companies when you think about.
2: Oh, yeah. And if you think about it, too, they all have to be authentic because they all have to come from Mexico. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you can get kind of like a a knockoff, so to speak, tequila. Mm. It all has to be from Mexico. So yeah, what did you think? What um out of the three, which would you say was your your favorite?
0: This uh this Eridura is it smells more um, citrusy, yeah, like, almost orangey. Mhm.
1: It's got some it's got some kick. I wish I had I wish I had a lime mm. and salt. Yeah.
2: That's
1: what I wish I had.
2: That's all. It's it's always better with a lime and salt. Because that's
1: that's usually the the way that I'll drink. That tequila is just lime and salt. And <clears throat> I don't know what it is. funny
0: because I don't.
1: I don't I'm know what it is. There. It's uh, the, just like that. Just, just plain like it, that?
0: I, I have a tequila. I want a reposado. Wow. Huh. Or an anejo. Mm-hmm. And I want it just like this. No salt, no lime.
1: Wow. See, that's that a, that's a darko girl in me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's girl in me. Just yeah. want it straight. As long as you're not drinking it straight out of the bottle. No, no, right. I
0: don't lift the bottle unless I'm at home.
1: Just have it in the bag. <laughs> have that Darko okuzi. Yeah. Just leave the bag on it.
0: Leave the bag on it.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty good though.
2: Yeah, in general, my favorite is gonna be. I just like the reposado because it's still a decent price point while being a little bit more dynamic. Yeah. But if someone gives me the añejo, I'm not going to say no. Uh-huh. I guess is what my yeah. my opinion
0: is. Okay, so let's mm-hmm. think about like. Okay, so you brought three different brands mm-hmm. um so like what's the comparison in these three different brands what do you think i mean we know jose cuervo has been around like right that's like a standard
1: yeah it's like the the tequila. staple right yeah i mean it, when, I you, when jose, you when you when you think tequila that's the first thing that you think yeah. you know and it's kind of like um it kind of reminds me of of those um domestic beers yeah you know the old, old the old, yeah like the standard yeah standard just kind of like not really anything too flashy but you know that's what it's there for so
0: yeah No, yeah. these someone are comes in i'm always like and they're like i'll just take a pint of just give me the silver i'm like are you sure yeah <laughs> <I'm trying laughs> different. like look at this one it's really
1: good. Yeah, and like you said, but, you know, it does matter if, if you're going to be taking shots of it or if you're mm-hmm, going to yeah. be, you know, making mixes with it. Because if you're making, you know, like uh, frozen margaritas with it, it's not really going to make a whole lot, of, whole lot of difference as far as what tequila you use, right?
2: Yeah. Right. Well, and I mean, just like any other brand, I would say the story is a lot of times what captures people into at least trying it for the first time. So for example, like the El Himidor, a Himidor is the harvester of the, of the agave plant, which it kind of shows on the bottle. It's a little, you know, a little guy harvesting that, that plant. So, um, that's like an interesting fact where, you know, it's kind of, it shows its authenticity in that way where it's, you know, it's called El Himidor. Those are the people that do the harvesting, that's cool.
1: Kind yeah. of blue collar.
0: Yeah. 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 In, in, in Mexico. Yeah. And they so. actually had to live there on the, at the, I don't know if they call them plantations or I don't think they call them farms, but right, they actually have to stay there mm-hmm. um, and live there. Hmm. Right.
1: Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. I like the, I like the look of that bottle too. Now, one thing that did catch my eye is how small the neck and the lid is on it.
2: So, these in particular, these are 350 milliliter bottles. So, they are just a little bit smaller than, I mean, your standard bottle is either going to be like a 750 milliliter or um, a, you know, or which is a fifth or, yeah. a, you know, a one liter bottle. So, um, that might just have something to do with it, just the size and, you know,
1: the yeah, size of like the bottle. Yeah, but like, the size of the cap is always the same. You know what I mean? Regardless mm-hmm. of how big the bottle is. That's, oh, that's what That's
2: true. Yeah.
1: Kind, of a, kind yeah. of a, little bitty. It's you know,
2: Standard. everyone yeah. wants their you know bottle to stand out a little bit and be a little different. I would say so.
1: Yeah, and and the lid on the on the Herradura. I mean that, I don't even know how to say that right. But yeah. Heridura,
2: that was
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, you know that lid is is really unique too. The the bottle, and that's one thing that I've noticed. Maybe with tequila more than any other bottles is that they get really really kind of fancy with the bottles. And I guess they were doing it before mm-hmm. yeah. before everybody else was. Um, you see a lot of like crazy shape. Like I saw gun-shaped bottles and yeah. like all kind of weird. What's you know. interesting
0: is a lot of Mexican uh, tequilas too, they're making, they're handcrafting some bottles that you see. I know that we have like in the store and they're a little bit pricey, but they're mm-hmm. like hand painted, hand crafted ceramic.
1: And so you'd have to do something with I mean, those bottles. So like, you yeah, can't throw those like, away. A piece
0: of art. Yeah. You gotta make
1: a candle out of it or something. Heck yeah. Sand art.
0: You know what's funny is I just uh, made. Uh, so uh, one of my other favorites is Madel Oh, yeah. Mhm. Madel. Is that how you say it? I think. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yeah. I need to ask, <laughs> I need to ask my friend Michael. <laughs> That's one of his favorites too. Um, yeah. So I did. I took. I bought one of the. Wicks That you put inside of a bottle. So mm-hmm. oh, you put your, yeah. You know, your uh, flaming torches. Yeah. yeah. Put your oil, oil in, there. in there. Yeah. So I could take it outside because it's, it's the season. Perfect.
1: Yeah, it is. Especially if you use like the citronella oil. Heck yeah. Because, you know, Oklahoma, I love my home state, but the bugs, <laughs> the worst part of Oklahoma is the bugs and the humidity in the summertime.
0: The gnats have already given me.
1: Yeah, they're out flies. I've already been killing flies. Right. Man, yeah, but uh, that's one good thing though. That outside weather. That's the perfect time to go out and have a uh, have a nice little mixed drink and hang out on the back patio and turn the misters on and. And
0: upcycle your bottle.
1: Yep, upcycle your bottle. Hey, you can make all kind of stuff out of you know. People get on Pinterest and they they'll go crazy with some bottles.
0: Oh I yeah. Do. I do have a better spirits craft page. Yeah, on Pinterest. I don't know. Yeah. I'll do Just that. Me. Do that plug. Huh? <laughs> Just follow me. Well,
1: and you know that's a good point. Um, why don't you talk about all of your different social media platforms?
0: Yeah, super. You know, it's the wave of the future, right? If yeah. I'm going to reach um, a lot of our clientele, I know they're on different social media sites, and you know, it's one of the things that we're. It's really important to Scott and I is to make sure people know because I know when we got into this industry it was very intimidating and overwhelming if you don't know, you know everything if you you know what you like and yeah. then you know and that's about it. So to to do something like this and expand and just kind of give some information to get, you know, experts like Ellie to come in and and share this kind of information is so helpful to so many of us because a lot of people come in um and we grab them as you know as soon as we can what can we help you with because i just look at them as a lot of people like me they're going to walk in and like i don't know what i'm doing but i don't want to ask um so we try to you know we get on uh we have an instagram account and everything is better spirits or better spirits liquor Um, we have a facebook account a twitter account um and just try to you know, put that information just like we do a Talk Jive um, and get that information out there so that people feel a little bit more um, informed and not so intimidated when they come in. But they can always ask and we're always willing to help because, you know, we've been there.
1: So they could even message you on those accounts and ask about stuff and see if you have something.
0: Yeah. We get a lot of that. I get a lot of that. Can you get this in? And then, you know, then I'm like calling Ellie or messaging Ellie. and like, do we have this? (laughs) You know, what, what is this? Or, you know, put a bottle back. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) the big deal is now is which suppliers, you know, which wholesaler has that. (laughs) Right. That's, that's our big thing now is, is finding where to. Now, because yeah. Yeah. I know
1: the, uh, the law laws changing, changed a lot of you guys' business, both of you, yeah. um, as far as what you can and can't do. Now, there's some stuff that I was wondering about, like, like one, I mean, we talked about it on a different episode, but, um, you know, what percentage it stops at from where you can sell it, you mm-hmm. know, wine and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But another one is what what are the legal hours that a liquor store can be open? Because cool. I've seen liquor stores with several different hours and it used to be nine o'clock every liquor store no matter where you was at was closing right right at nine and it you know it didn't matter no
0: sales yeah
1: you you were rushing around i mean (laughs) you'd have that that uh just like a roadblock almost in front of the liquor store where you you know everybody's trying to get there right at nine so what is the actual what are the what are the times that you can be open
0: so statewide, and correct me if I'm wrong, LA statewide, it's going to be eight to midnight, um, Monday through Saturday, I believe, um, and I think Sundays, depending on the county. Yeah. State counties, counties depend. You know, it depends on per county whether they can be open on Sundays or not. So we're in Caddo County. We're not going to be open on Sunday.
1: There's not a chance. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. They don't. I don't even think they allow the dispensaries to be yeah. open on Sunday either. Yeah.
0: And as far so. as Better Spirits, Scott and I, um, we. We never had a lot of customers before, you know, 10 o'clock, um, which is usually when we open, is pretty, pretty much a standard. So um, what's really cool, though, with the modernization laws is a lot of times we're there before 10. So if we're there, we're going to flip on the open light. And so it's nice. We don't technically open at 8. Um, we technically open at 10. Um, But sometimes if you're there, you just. But if we're there, we're like, it's so nice because if we're there and we're working anyway, we might as well, you know, turn the light on um, if anyone's around. But um, and in our town, I feel like if we're, you know, weekdays, we stay open till 10 weekends, Friday and Saturday, we're open till um, 11. Uh, and that's plenty, ten or eleven. So. Oh yeah. But what's nice is before, like you said, at nine o'clock, I'm like. Yeah, guys, it was like. Y'all better minutes. hurry up! Yeah, you yeah, got two, you minutes, got, like, to two, two minutes to, to get out. up here and check out. Or you ain't get nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so
0: with the modernization laws, you know, we can. It's it's okay.
1: If there's it's people okay still in if the store, still perusing, yeah.
0: I don't have to rush you out. Yeah. And not make the sale and be afraid of losing my liquor license. Yeah. Know, for
1: that. That's um, that's a good that's fine, a good deal. Because so. I know. Running on Indian time.
0: Yeah.
1: You're never there when you when you wanted to be there. You planned yeah. on being there fifteen till and you know Yeah. You're there at like three till and you're trying to rush around yeah. and yeah. make so sure you got exact not, change yeah. so you can just run through <laughs> so the Hurry quick. up, please. Or <laughs> knock
0: on the window. Yeah. We've had that so often, like, come on, they're knocking on the window.
1: I'm like, I'm just, so sad. Just sorry. sitting there sad like a yeah. like a puppy. So
0: now it's okay. I can be like, All right, come on back in so <laughs> another really good thing with
2: the laws changing that happened in Oklahoma is um, I don't know if we've ever touched on this before but my company hired over a hundred people with this law change that happened this past October and that's just my company there's you know 11 yeah. total wholesalers in the state of Oklahoma so
1: that's job growth
2: oh yeah he, I mean I moved yeah. from out of state to to yeah. be here you know I, I'm originally from Michigan and I moved to Oklahoma specifically for this job position so it, it really did open up so many more opportunities for for people to you know live in live in oklahoma and work in oklahoma yeah
1: and, and to everybody out there in oklahoma welcome to the 21st century yeah right. i mean absolutely you know we've been be- <laughs> we've always been so far behind yeah. on everything mm-hmm. and there's a whole different show for all that but you know that was one thing uh, you know the the laws in Oklahoma have been archaic for a long time, so I'm glad that we saw it change. I'm glad that we saw as many people come out in Caddo County, yeah. You know, to change the liquor by the drink laws, and you know, those a those a lot of uh, a lot of laws that that needed they needed to be updated. Yeah. You know, we we were like, what the only state that was still only three two. Yeah. In in grocery stores and gas yeah. stations, so I mean, it had to change at some point. Now, that's another thing. Is there even three two beer anymore?
2: No, not mm-hmm. no. I mean, no. The the answer no. is yeah. So like, that's like no. all I can yeah. say. I guess yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't even know why you would why you would want to purchase that when there's a, a higher yeah higher percent available.
1: Might as well get a coarse cutter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do they still and sell those all duels?
2: <laughs> they had to make the the you know, breweries had to make beer specifically for like the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. That was three two. So it's yeah. it's honestly just better on everybody.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. insane. I, th-
0: I think they're probably a lot relieved to not have to yeah make a certain beer you know, <laughs> yeah just for Oklahoma, that's pretty you know, crazy yeah and, and, and a couple of other states that you know we're right there
1: yeah i remember i guess it would have been i don't know 99 2000 something like that we were traveling and doing shows and uh we went to maine bangor maine it was the only time i've ever been to maine and we were doing a folk festival and we show up we go to get some beer and um you know we're talking to them and they're like yeah uh all we have all we have is 3-2 beer. He said, uh, we're one of only two states that uh, only serve 3-2 beer. And I'm like, what are the odds? What are the odds? We're going to yeah. leave Oklahoma and go to the only other state that's only serving 3-2 beer. Which is
2: across the country, too. It's not even yeah. like it's right yeah. it's next not door. Not I next mean, door. it's
1: the furthest northeast that you can go in in the United States. We were above parts of Canada. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, i like this hair endurance so it's that.
0: really good yeah <laughs> I, i'm telling you if you are a tequila drinker and some people stay away from tequila oh, maybe yeah. bad experiences but come yeah. back to it a little bit oh yeah try,
2: give it another try i mean everyone's had those those crazy times with tequila their first you know experience or whatever before they really know but yeah. it's so oh, it's so
1: easy it to, it's so easy to take shots of it. that's the problem
0: yeah i think so it's so the best it's the best
1: and worst thing right? yeah, yeah. yeah best and worst thing about it
0: yeah i think that was uh that was mine yeah so um so in retrospect here to kind of sum all this up so we spent this episode trying some tequilas we started out with the classic tequila cocktail the margarita which was really great we made it with some jose cuervo your good standard silver or blanca um, type we also tried the el jimador which is another great brand Um, that we have we tried it in the Reposado and then the next one up that's aged a little bit more we tried another wonderful brand which is Herradura and we tried it in the uh, Anejo which is aged a little bit more in an oak barrel giving it a little bit more flavor and price points are gonna of course increase um, which each of those um, aging processes on them um, as well as you know you're looking at some of the um, brands that you have that that may be price point on different but um all of these are available at Better spirits you can find recipes for different kinds of cocktails so don't just stop um your tequila with just either shots or margarita there's so many other cocktails that you can find and you can find those on websites for each one as well but so that's what we've done any closing remarks thomas or ellie on tequilas
1: no i'm i was surprised to understand that the names actually came from how long they were aged i didn't know that yeah. so
2: yeah and the color really coincides with that as yeah. well i always enjoy looking at the color of it and even trying to guess oh i bet that one was you know is a repo or that one's an añejo yeah. i always try to try to do that just based on the color well, maybe
1: next time we'll just have a game and you just pour <laughs> like a certain you just pour a yeah. blind tequila shot and and, and we, we figure it out try guess to guess yes. it. yeah and Guess I think which we could.
0: We're going to be experts by then, Thomas. I oh,
1: yeah. I'm yeah. well on my way.
0: Absolutely. All right. <laughs> well, we want to thank you guys for joining us today for Sip Happens. Be sure to catch us every week on Talk Dive Radio at talkdive.org at 1 p.m. Central each Saturday. Uh, you can always catch up on your past episodes of Sip Happens by visiting the Talk Dive Radio podcast page at talkdive.org. Any of these products mentioned today, if you mention TalkJive.org or SipHappens in this podcast, they're at Better Spirits and Anadarko. will definitely give you 10% off um, of your purchase. So until next week, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining us today. Um, only on TalkJive Radio you can find SipHappens, indigenous and independent.